the world of Islam, culture, religion, and politics. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Amin Tice. In Muslim memory, whether Shiite or Sunni, the Umayyads who ruled the early empire from 661 to 750, these Umayyads were not generally seen with a good eye, to say the least, particularly in Shiite tradition. But this might mask the seemingly important role that the rule of Umayyad Caliph Abdul Malik ibn Marwan played in the shaping of Muslim identity. Abdul Malik ibn Marwan ruled from 685 to 705. We have seen in a previous episode that in the year 692, Abdul Malik, thanks to the leadership qualities and ruthlessness of Al-Hajjaj, had overcome the challenge of Abdullah ibn Zubair and his rival caliphate in Mecca. This date, 692, is interestingly also the date of the completion of a major structure in Jerusalem initiated by Abdul Malik. This was the Dome of the Rock, a magnificent, majestic structure still standing today in Jerusalem. The construction of this building in this highly symbolic town is an important event that Uh, however, is not necessarily easy to interpret. Later Islamic tradition connected the site where the building stands to the rock from which Muhammad had miraculously gone to his visit of the seven heavens, Al-Mi'raj, during the night journey that you might recall from our discussion in a previous episode of the uh, Muslim biographical literature of the Prophet. The problem is that this comes to us from chronologically later literature. There is no way for us to know whether this site of the dome was understood in this fashion at the time of its construction. Certainly, nothing about the building itself tells us anything about being connected to the night journey, al-Isra wal-Mi'raj. What it can tell us is a number of other things. Number one, the building does not seem to be a mosque, as for example, the one that the Umayyads established in Damascus on the grounds of the Church of St. John. It is not oriented to Mecca, and its shape seems to indicate it was meant to be circled around in the way 
the Kaaba in Mecca is. This strengthens what some Muslim historians suggested later, which is that Abdul Malik built the Dome of the Rock as an alternative site of pilgrimage to the Kaaba that was in the hands of Abdullah ibn Zubair at the time. Number two, the building was erected on Mount Moriah, which is the site of the second Jewish temple destroyed by the Romans in the year 70. Does this have any particular meaning? Was Abdul Malik intentionally presenting himself as the king that Jewish messianic literature expected as rebuilder of the Jerusalem temple? Was it, like some revisionist historians have proposed, that Arabs and Jews were together parts of the movement that conquered the Near East and established the new empire? Or was it a way for Abdul Malik to symbolically and emphatically insist that the new rulers are here to stay and that their religion supersedes Judaism? One has to say that if this was not the case, for the relation to Judaism, it seems that this was exactly the message being sent to Trinitarian Christians, uh, which brings me to the third point. So, number three, the dome was decorated with inscriptions from Quranic texts uh, that are critical of the Trinity and critical of the Christian doctrine of the divine character of Jesus. Among these inscriptions figure the Quranic verses uh, we now find in the Mus'haf uh, as the short chapter 112, which states, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدُ اللَّهُ الصَّمَدُ لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدُ Say, it is God, the one, God, the eternal refuge. He neither begets, nor was he begotten, and none is his equal. In addition, the position of the dome in the skyline of Jerusalem might have been geared towards towering over the church of the Holy Sepulchre. In all cases, it seems like the policies of Abdul Malik played a significant role in strengthening a unique Muslim identity vis-a-vis -vis other religious groups. Whether this meant, like Professor Fred Donner suggested, that this was the point of transformation for the, of the movement of Muhammad from an ecumenical movement inclusive of Jews and Christians into an exclusivist religious community, or whether this was simply another step in the development of an already established unique religious identity, it is important to acknowledge the big role of this particular period in the development of Islam, Muslim identity, and the political identity of the empire. For this is also the period in which 
other steps were taken. Abdel Malik and his aides Arabized the administration, minted new cones with Muslim specificities to replace the then still used Byzantine coins, and dramatically improved the Arabic script, which was very rudimentary before this period. As a result, a number of reports speak of Al-Hajjaj as imposing a new text of the Mus'haf, a new text of the Qur'anic Codex, using this improved script. Thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum.